We're going to get to hear the first one here. Um, but this uh, th- this time of year, this this time of year, and and I heard a I heard a preacher say one time that he's not sure why why preachers always get up and read a scripture and then begin to preach that that we we kind of made that a custom. But you find in the Bible most of the time they get up and start preaching and they reference scripture. So that's what I'm going to do today, if that's okay. Uh, I'm just going to kind of go into to this thought that I have this 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 thought that comes with with this time of year and this this season that we are in. <clears throat> there are many wonderful things, many wonderful things about Christmas. Is there anyone else that loves the Christmas season? Amen. All right, we got a few. All right, the rest of you bah humbugs need to get on board. It's the most beautiful time of the year. It's the most wonderful time of the year. And there are many things that can be considered wonders of Christmas. Wonders of of Christmas. So today, today for just a little while, I want to preach to you, I want to talk to you about the wonder of Christmas. The wonder of Christmas. Um, there are things, there are many things that could be considered the wonders of Christmas or wonders of Christmas. We can make that plural and say that there's not just maybe one thing that is a, a wonder of Christmas, but that there are many things that we can consider wonders of of Christmas. One one Christmas song says it like this. It says it's the most wonderful time of the year. There'll be parties for hosting, marshmallows for toasting and caroling out in the snow. There'll be scary ghost stories. I don't know that I've ever told a ghost story at Christmas. And tales of the glories of Christmas is long long ago. It's the most wonderful time of the year. There'll be much mistletoeing and hearts will be glowing when loved ones are near. It's the most wonderful time of the year. And I believe that. I look forward to Christmas all year long. Whenever whenever Christmas is over, I start my countdown to the next Christmas. I'm always excited about Christmas coming. Many of the things that make Christmas wonderful are these wonders, these things, these wonders of Christmas, if you will. And they are tied to our modern traditions and the things that we experience today and the things that we that look like Christmas and things that smell like Christmas and things that sound like Christmas. We are obviously already, everyone here I believe is already headlong into Christmas parties. Has anyone been to a Christmas party yet? Most everybody, all right, maybe not. We we all this time of year. Me, I'll, I'll tell you, me and Danielle. Whenever we were uh, trying to put together a date to be married, while we were engaged, we wanted to get married around Christmas. We wanted a Christmas wedding, and we ended up settling for a date just into January because it's so busy that every date that we decided that we wanted to put on the calendar, we thought, well, there's going to be this party or that party. And there's just always something going on during Christmas. Christmas parties and plays and recitals and shopping and parades and buying needless things that are only acceptable during this time of year. Does anybody own a Christmas sweater, ugly Christmas sweater? Is anyone wearing an ugly Christmas sweater today? (laughs) All right. But... That those are things that you normally would not buy. You would not walk into Walmart or Target or whatever your, your store of choice is and say, you know, today on this wonderful August day, I'm going to buy me an ugly Christmas sweater. It's something that's only acceptable during this time of year, during this most wonderful time of year. I will 
be honest with you and tell you that uh, for the first time ever, I believe, I went to Target the other day and I bought a Christmas onesie. Get that image. It's all right. Brother Keith, you got it? <laughs> I bought a Christmas onesie. And the thing is, is that this year, me and my two grown brothers are going to be at home with my parents. So we're going to get up on Christmas morning and we're going to put on our Christmas onesies and spend Christmas with my parents. And it's going to be a wonderful occasion. But it's not something that I would normally buy. Not even not even a, a, the fact that it's Christmas. I would never just buy a onesie, an adult onesie. But during Christmas, for some reason, it's okay for us to purchase things that normally we would not purchase on a normal basis. In my opinion, in my opinion, all of these things make this the most wonderful time of the year. It seems to bring out the best in people. Now, there are some that will not be affected by this season, but in general, it seems to bring out the best in people. There is something about Christmas that makes our hearts swell. The lights that are on and the smells. And, and I'm not sure if any of you guys have to go through this, but I have to walk through the stores and, and smell one billion different candles to see uh, which one smells just right with my wife. And, and then we have to agree on one and we have to put that in our house and that becomes our Christmas smell. There's the smells of Christmas. I love the weather that is wrapped around Christmas. Danielle, I'm sorry I'm throwing you under the bus today. Our friends and the cards that we receive. I enjoy receiving and, and sending Christmas cards. It's just a wonderful time of the year. The gifts, see yeah, how they're fine. And Lord knows that I love the food that's attached to Christmas. And, and, and then there's, there's your, your movies and television. I'm sorry that I'm preaching about that across the pulpit today. But every type of movie and every type of television show all has a Christmas theme because our world is wrapped up in this wonderful time of the year. And then let us not dare to forget to mention the music, the music of Christmas. I'll never forget while in Bible college that I, I as soon as it was close to Thanksgiving, it didn't have to be Thanksgiving yet, but as soon as it was close to Thanksgiving, I would begin to play Christmas music within my room. And it could be the middle of August, and you may begin to hear Christmas music coming from my general direction because I just really love Christmas music. It raises my, my spirits. It makes me happy. And I'll never forget one day I, I started to hear, or I had some Christmas music playing. I was down in another person's room, and then my music went away. And I was like, huh, something happened to my music. I went down, I turned it back on. Nobody was in my room, but the music went off. I went back down the hall. Music went away. I went back down, checked it. Finally, I heard someone go, turn that music off. I was like, what in the world? And I started looking around, and a good friend of mine, Justin Johns, had come out of his room, and he said, it's not even Thanksgiving yet. Why are you playing Christmas music? And I told him, it's the most wonderful time of the year. And I truly believe that, that, that everything that is attached to Christmas makes it a wonderful time of the year. I'm not sure if the season birthed all of these incredible things or if we associated the best things in life with this season as a way to celebrate what it represents. And while there are some areas of the holidays that come with depression and anxiety, and I understand that and the reasons for that, we most generally associate this season right here with joy, joy, 
with peace, with charity, with happiness. Tonight, whenever you come back, we're going to have a, a, a very happy time up here. There's going to be a lot of laughs going on with the play that's happening because this is the most wonderful time of the year. There's an elevated level of grace and of mercy extended during Christmas. We allow things that would normally get on our nerves. We, we allow some things to happen that normally we, we, we would shut down very quickly. But we say things like, well, it's Christmas after all. And if somebody is down, we'll tell them, cheer up. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Christmas, Christmas is a wonderful time. However, Christmas has become very extremely commercialized. And while the commercialization tries to take the credit for the wonder of Christmas and all of our traditions and all the things that we do around this time of year begin to try to take the credit for why it is the happiest time of the year and the most wonderful time of the year. We understand that the true reason for the joy and the peace that we feel during this time is attached to something much bigger, the wonder of Christmas. These things try to come from something like lights and music and events and our sweaters and plays and all the things that this world attaches to and creates a tradition of Christmas. But we understand that there is something much deeper that brings us the joy and the peace that we feel during this time of year. These things have been attached to this season because of the underlying reason for the season. The original wonder of Christmas had nothing to do with our traditions or our rituals of the day. And I'm here to tell some people and remind someone, remind you today that the original wonders of Christmas are found within the scriptures. That there are miraculous happenings that are beyond comprehension that took place on the day that we celebrate on December 25th as Christmas. We find the, the original wonders of Christmas to be things like the prophecies of the Old Testament to be fulfilled in the New Testament. That this is not a, 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 a story that we are reading in a book, but it, it, it's real things that took place on earth. And in, in the world that we live in today, that, that, that things took place and, and, and happened that, that we cannot understand and we cannot really even comprehend. And we go immediately and automatically to Isaiah 9, for unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulders, and his name shall be called Wonderful, the Wonder of Christmas, the Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace, of the increase of His government and peace, there shall be no end. We go to that, but there's there's something much deeper. There are more things that were going on on this on this day and this time in the Bible called that we call Christmas. But we find prophecies from Genesis to to Psalms to Micah and Jeremiah and Isaiah to just to name a few that prophesied about the coming of Jesus' birth. And, and that in the New Testament, all of these things begin to happen. We see where in the Old Testament that, that they, they prophesied the location of his birth and that he would be 
born of a virgin and what his line of descendants would be and what his name would be called and that the aftermath massacre of his birth and even that there would be a forerunner and the list goes on and on of the prophecies that we find about Christmas. The other wonderful happenings that we find are are things like angels appearing and beginning to tell people of of the miraculous births that will be taking place and and a star appearing to lead those to where Jesus is laying and and John leaping in the womb and and Jesus actually being born of this virgin and, and being overshadowed by the Spirit and all of these things happening are wonders of Christmas. These are all wonders of Christmas, things that we look at and we go, I don't understand it and I can't comprehend all of this happening, but isn't it wonderful that all of this happened and that Christ came? All of these things build up to the one true wonder of Christmas. The greatest wonder of Christmas is that not that just that we have that we have Christmas trees. That, that we sing beautiful songs and, and that we have these, these candles that smell like Christmas or, or plays or all, all of these wonderful things going on. The true wonder of Christmas is, is not even that angels appeared. The true wonder of Christmas is not that, that there were prophecies that were fulfilled. The true wonder of Christmas was not all of the things that I've mentioned that were found in the Bible. The true wonder of Christmas culminated on the moment that Jesus was born. That there was a child that was born unto Mary and Joseph. After she was overshadowed by the Spirit that this child was born named Jesus. The true wonder of Christmas is not just a baby but what he represents and what he is able to do through us. That through his birth that we are introduced to an opportunity to have life, have a life-changing experience. There was something on that day whenever Jesus was born that began to happen in the world and began to happen to humanity that had never happened before his birth. The world lived according to the law and to judgment. But on this day, a wonderful thing happened. A child was born that was all man and all God. And he would wear the weight of the world upon his shoulders. And we would, for the first time in history, man would begin to understand that there was a possibility for a life change. That through this life of this child that was born on this day, this wonder of Christmas, that that we wouldn't just have to roll our sins back another year anymore. That there would not have to be animal sacrifices any longer. That, That through this life, that there would be an opportunity for you to have your sins blotted out. For you to be able to go into water and come out cleansed and clean. That all of these things were wrapped up into this one child that was laying in a manger. This child, this child that the world did not know or understand and that his people refused to accept. This child, this wonder of Christmas. His coming life would fulfill the law, teaching us principles 
of love and mercy and grace, showing us the authority and the power that he had in his hand and that we have in his name. Through his death, his burial, and his resurrection, he would become the eternal atonement of sins. What a wonder of Christmas. I'm so thankful. Is there anyone else that's thankful for the blood of Christ, that's thankful for the life of Christ, that's thankful that he came, that's thankful that God decided one day that he was not going to let us fend for ourselves, but that he was going to come onto earth, live with us, and die for us that we can receive salvation. Can we put our hands together right now and begin to thank the King of kings and the Lord of lords for what he's done? I'm so thankful. I'm so thankful for this wonder of Christmas. I I, I know that I'm I'm harping on this and it's a it's a very it's a very simple subject that I'm that I'm talking about and preaching on today, but I, I, I want us to understand that that all of the things that we see around us, that they're all wonderful. They're all great. I me and Danielle, we spent how long? 20 minutes the other night sitting in front of a house down here off of Mexico Road watching the light show. Has anyone seen that Seen that house? There's a cool house over there. It's off of Mexico Road. I don't know what the road is. House lights up. Music plays. Lights of O'Fallon. It's pretty cool. Go by check it out. I enjoy those types of things about Christmas. I like decorating. I like the gifts and the food and the songs and all of that. But if we... If we equate Christmas, the wonder of Christmas, to all of the things, the physical things around us and our senses and what we can smell and see and hear, we are doing the true story of Christmas and injustice. If we even equate the wonders of Christmas to just prophecies being fulfilled, and I'm not downplaying that, and if we equate the wonders of Christmas to just angels showing up and, and, and a star appearing. We are doing the story of Christmas and injustice. Because the true wonder is that Jesus arrived. That Jesus lived among us. Among us. That Jesus died for our sins. That, that, that through his life that we can receive salvation. And that again, I say, for the first time, In the history of humanity, we have an opportunity and a way through this man, Jesus, through this child born, to have a life-changing experience. That the true wonder of Christmas is that he looks down at us and he says, I love them, even as sinners, as broken, as hurting I love them so much I'm willing to go and to do what I can't find any other man willing or capable of doing. I'm willing to live on this earth amongst them. I'm willing to die on a cross for them. And it's on this day, on this this December day on Christmas that we see the beginning of the true wonder of Christmas. That we have an opportunity to receive salvation and this life-changing experience. I don't know each and every one of your stories that are sitting amongst us today, but I'm here to tell you that whatever situation that you've been in,
Whatever you've, you've gone through, whatever struggle that you are facing, that there is a, is a God that loves you so much. That on this Christmas day that he, he, that, that, that he rode himself in flesh. I know Pastor says that, that he doesn't like that, and I agree with him. I, 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 it's just it's habit for me to say. I've said it all my life. That, that he came, that he came as, as flesh, and he dwelt among us, and, and that he lived with us. And we're so thankful for that. That there's an opportunity for change that we can receive through Christ Jesus. While according to John, the world knew him not, and his people refused to accept him, the wonder, the wonder would make a lifelong impact on our world, which we celebrate on this December 25th holiday. This wonder named Jesus has an effect on all areas that we think of Christmas. There's charities that rise and, and we have things like Shop with the Cop and, and Toys for Tots and the Salvation Army ringing the bell and all of these great things that are happening around Christmas. But they aren't what makes Christmas a wonder. It is the wonder of Christmas that makes those things happen. It is the fact that He came. It is the fact that He lived and, and, and the fact that He died that we, that we have this joy and this peace that comes during Christmas that makes all of these things happen. It, it, it's, not, it's not the fact that, that we're happy and that we're joyful and that we have peace that makes Christmas wonderful. It is the wonder of Christmas that gives us the opportunity to have a peace, to have joy, to have everlasting peace that, that, that this world cannot take from us. It is the wonder of Christmas. This morning, I, I'm, I'm not being long with you, and the, the piano can come. The piano's already here. The person playing the piano can come. <laughs> but even as, as this commercialization has tried to remove and overshadow Jesus in this time of year, I believe all of our children are downstairs as, as, as Santa Claus tries to take the place of Jesus. As, as all of these things that the world builds up and says, this is why Christmas is wonderful. The world creates all of these things and, and has put all this stuff together around this season. I'm so thankful for it because I, I really enjoy it and, and it helps me to celebrate. I, I feel like the more lights that I put on my house, the more I'm celebrating the birth of our Savior. And I'm not sure if that's how it equates, but that's how I feel. All right? I, I, I just, I love this time of year, but, but it's not the things that make it wonderful. We're celebrating with those things, this wonder of Christmas. The overwhelming theme of Christmas is based upon the principle and the teaching of our Lord and Savior Jesus. It's upon the foundation of our Lord and our Savior that songs are written and many of them Many of them are centered around the birth of Jesus and, and talking about His coming and, and all of these great things. And we could, we could sit here for, for all day and sing song after song that, that sings about the birth of our Lord and Savior. But I would say there are many other songs during Christmas that never mention Jesus one time. But if you begin to look at their foundation 
of joy and of peace and and the way that the chords are constructed and, and the way that it makes you feel whenever you sing it even though it doesn't say his name they are based upon the wonder of Christmas they only make you feel that way and they only make you believe because because they are wrapped around a holiday that is celebrating the birth of our Lord and our Savior this opportunity that we are able to receive in Christ to have a life changing moment to where we can walk into a service on a Sunday in December hurting and broken and needing something from God and being able to receive a life changing event where we will never be the same again This is only introduced through the birth of this wonder of Christmas. The life of Jesus for the first time in the history of the world introduced an avenue to have eternal life-changing event. It's on this day that we call Christmas that we celebrate not just a child, but our Savior. And whether you celebrate Christmas in a religious or a secular way, there is an inherent joy that comes with it because it is connected to the Savior of the world. This day, Christmas is more than a time with our family and to eat good food and to have lights and music, but a reminder that we have a hope in this wonderful child miraculously born. It's a reminder that we have a hope in this wonderful child. That 2,000 years later that we can still have a life-changing experience today. I'm here to tell you that as we look at the things around us that we call Christmas and and that that are a big part of Christmas, that they are only great and wonderful because they are attached to the power of the birth of Jesus. I heard a sermon the other day. I can't take credit for this thought. But whenever I heard it, I was like, if I get nothing else out of this, this is great. But it's it's through it's through the, the power of the birth of Jesus that we find all of the aspects of what we call Christmas today. That it's only through this concept that we find a Grinch whose heart will grow and begin to love those who have treated him badly. Alright, it's through the thought of Christmas that we find a Scrooge that begins to to love people that he originally had hated. Life-changing events take place during this time of Christmas and it's the way that we, the way that we, that we label Christmas not because of the snow and the songs and the lights not because of of ghosts of Christmas present, Christmas past Christmas future coming and speaking to them but because there is a birth that takes place if you'll stand with me today this day this day is something that we celebrate because we know and we love the birth of our Lord and our Savior The question is asked in the popular Christmas song, Mary, did you know? 
Anybody ever heard that song before? Mary, did you know? I always want to speak back to it and say, of course she did. The angel came. But there are some lines in there that, that I believe, Brother Buford, that there were probably some things that she didn't completely grasp. And she didn't completely understand that he was going to. She knew that he was going to be the Savior of the world. She understood some things, but the question is asked whether she knew that he would open the blinded eyes. I, I, I don't know if she was able to see into the future to see that, that blinded eyes would be opened and that the lame would walk. And then this line, Mary, did you know that the child that you are delivering will soon deliver you? I, I know that she knew that this was a, a miraculous birth and, and some incredible things were coming that he would be the savior of the world but I, I don't know if she was able to see all of the things that he was able to do and the, the wonder that he truly was and more importantly today than asking Mary did you know is to ask ourselves if we truly know and believe the power that lies within this man, Jesus, born on this Christmas day. That Jesus really is who he says he is and that he can do what he says he can do and that he can still change a heart and he can still heal the lame and that he can still be the atonement for our sins. He is the wonder of Christmas. Not just because who he is and what and that, that he was born, but because of the life-changing opportunity that was introduced on that wonderful day that is still available to us today that we can still receive salvation that we can still have a life changing event take place because of something that happened 2,000 years ago all across this place right now I want us to lift our hands I want us to close our eyes and begin Begin to ask Jesus, Lord, help me to have a life-changing event with you.